It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 5-2. Sweep this two-game set in Anaheim. Sweep the entire road trip. Four wins for the Golden Knights. Two against LA, two against Anaheim, six straight wins for the Vegas Golden Knights as well. Let's head back out, bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, to break this one down. And, you know, Dan, you you look at this game, and it's a bit different, right? Anaheim pushes back. They've got a little bit more energy, but the talent discrepancy, the Golden Knights, they were just too much for Anaheim. Yes, and 5-2 to was indeed the final score. I believe I said 4-2 to a moment ago, and I would not dream of shortchanging Alex Tuck, Nick Watt, or Thomas Nose for the points they got on that empty netter. 5-2, to two, thank you for uh, making that very clear, Ryan. 5-2 to two the final. Yeah, I think that you said it well. You figure the Ducks are going to be better today than they were on Friday, but there's, there's just not enough offense there. I mean, they are um, you know, dead last in power play. They're 30th out of 31 in goals produced. I mean, the Knights have now scored... 146 goals. Anaheim has scored 102. I mean, that is a drastic disparity. And that was the case here today. Gibson was good, but still gives up four goals. And, you know, it's Gibson only beats the Golden Knights if he gets a shutout, which is the only way Anaheim has beaten the Knights this year. It was a one nothing shutout for John Gibson. Uh, it's, it's just not enough offense there for the Ducks. And though they had a stronger pushback today and they hung in for a while, there's just not enough. When the Knights are getting contributions up and down the lineup, as they are right now, it's near impossible for the Ducks to keep up with the Knights. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the big question, right? Are are the Golden Knights right now as balanced as you've seen them this season? Yeah, yeah, because players like Nick Watt, William Carrier, Tomas Nosek, are hitting their stride in a way that the early talk this year was how snake-bitten they are. Will they ever break through? And now it's it's night in, night out. These guys are putting up points. Mention Wah with his first multi-point game of the season. Nosek gets the assist on that empty netter. Wah from Carrier and White Cloud was the goal in the second period that ends up as the game winner. And Thomas Yurko was involved in that play. And I thought if White Cloud didn't get an assist, Yurko would have. You, you mix all of that together with the likes of Pacioretty, Petrangelo, and Stone. Well, come on. I mean, that's if you're getting top-end contra- uh, contributions and bottom-end contributions, I mean, heck, Marc-Andre Fleury had an assist today, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, and, and on the topic of Marc-Andre Fleury, obviously it, it's, it's rare that you see a, a goalie with an assist, though Marc-Andre Fleury's had a few throughout his career but really it's the goaltending rotation for the Golden Knights the ability to go out with Robin Leonard or Marc-Andre Fleury night in and night out and you've got fresh guys in in the net and you've got guys that are rested and and really locked in it's been a big advantage for Vegas so far this season it's fresh physically I also think there's something to be said for fresh mentally in other words I recognize the competition factor one guy wants to be the go-to The other guy wants to perform well, so he could be the go-to. But right now, they're both playing very well. And I don't think that either one of them is spending too much mental energy on, hey, am I going to start the next game? Is DeBoer going to go back to the other guy? I think right now, they're using 
their mental energy where they need to, which is not wasting it. <laughs> and, and they just, okay, we're going back and forth, back and forth, and there's just so much less worry. There's no anxiety, it seems. And listen, I understand. You've got pro athletes that are very competitive. Every guy wants to go every game. But I think that uh, these are not only athletes who thrive on their physical well-being, but also their mental well-being. And I think that's a, in a very good place the way it's going for both guys right now. As always, Dan, thank you for joining us here. And it's a quick turnaround. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good, Ryan. Thanks. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, joining us to break this one down. We've got a lot more to get to here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Postgame Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Postgame Show. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 5-2, sixth straight win for the Golden Knights. Let's head back out to Anaheim, bring in Marc-Andre Fleury as he addresses the media after today's win. It's all, it's always good, you know. It's fun to, to be able to cheer for the guys and, See him do well and smiling, and then, um, like I said, many guys have been working the butt off, right? And that's okay <laughs> uh, all season, and um, you know it's nice to see him getting some points. And you know, you know our big guys up front who have been uh, getting all season been very consistent. You know, getting us some some big points, and um, even the D two, I think, have been contributing to offensively. So it's been it's been good. Next question goes to David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, Mark Andre. You guys have 15 wins on the road this year. That's one uh, one below the league lead. Why do you think you guys have played so well on the road this season? Uh, I don't know. We don't change the way we play at home or on the road. I think we're always trying to um, to play in the same system, trying to put a lot of pressure out around the ice and. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think we're a solid team. We're a consistent team, and uh, it doesn't matter if it's home or on the road. We're, we we do the job to to get the wins. Final question for Mark Andre Fleury today goes to Willie Ramirez, Associated Press. Hey, Mark Andre. Um, since you've come here in in the four seasons, we've asked you numerous times about so many milestones, and you're always so humble about it. Credit your teammates, the teams you played on. Tomorrow night. If pattern holds true, you'll, uh, you know, in, in whether you're playing or, or watching, you're going to see a, a pretty historic milestone with Patrick Marlowe. I was wondering if you could just comment on it and in, in the significance of such a record that's, that's about to be broken. Yeah, that's uh, a bit unbelievable. You know, he's been, uh, it's been so consistent uh, throughout his career. The guy was an iron guy. He didn't, didn't get hurt, didn't get hurt for a long period of times. And, Every year, he's, he's always been a, a very good player, also, right? But um, to to hang in hang in there that long and um, play that many games, you know, it's uh, it's amazing. He's a he's a very um, he's a guy that's very respected around the league, and uh, he's in I don't know I don't know him much, right? But uh, from a little bit, and I don't know, he was always very respectful and very um, very nice, you know. So I think it's very deserving for him uh, to get the praise that he's getting for. 
beating that milestone. Thanks, Mark. That was Marc-Andre Fleury addressing the media after today's win. And a couple of things that, that stand out there with Marc-Andre is uh, he, he likes to have fun. Obviously, he's one of those guys. But uh, when asked about the record for the Golden Knights so far this season on the road versus at home, Vegas 15 wins on the road. And, you know, looking at the team saying that they don't really change the way that they play on the road or at home. A lot of this has to do with just taking the game for what it is, right? You you get into an opportunity every single time you play the game to start the right way. The Golden Knights score first. They can control the way that the game is played. And while it was a better first period to this afternoon from the Anaheim Ducks, it's the Golden Knights scoring first and the Golden Knights controlling the rest of the game from that period of time. This is a team that has been very, very good at, at just managing the game the way that they need to. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification along the Vegas Golden Knights radio network. This is the home of the Vegas Golden Knights all season long. Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. AM Las Vegas. And we're back here on the AAA insurance post game show. You know, it, it's interesting as as we've kind of gotten to the meat of the Golden Knights and what they've been able to do. This is a team that just finds ways to win. They did it again today. A solid effort. 5-2 the final. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks. Let's head back out to Anaheim, bring in the captain, Mark Stone, as he addresses the media after tonight's game. And I, I time perfectly. And, um, yeah, I mean, he, he sees the ice. Uh, he makes those plays. Um, just, he put it right on my tape. It just made it so easy for me. Um, but a guy like him, you, you don't get surprised by it. So um, you know he's going to make those plays. Next question goes to Jesse Gringer from The Athletic. Hey, Mark, the bottom six forwards have obviously been pitching in a lot of offense lately. I'm wondering, have you noticed anything different in their game other than the fact that the pucks are going in? Um, I mean, no. I mean, I think there was a stretch there where we were they were kind of keeping us in it. Um, I think Patch, myself, uh, the top six guys were um, were struggling a bit, and those were the guys that were keeping us in it. And they've uh, continued continued on. That's why we've won six in a row. We're getting scoring from everybody. Um, everybody's contributing on a different night, and um, you know we're getting balanced uh, throughout the twelve forwards. And NRD's uh, stepping up and getting some some goals as well. Um, but yeah, no, they've been doing it for has uh, just been you know the six game winning streak, uh, five six. Games of four that we were struggling, um, they were the ones that were uh, keeping us going. Next question goes to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. You guys have been scoring quite a bit of goals over the last week or two. Uh, anything different, you think, or is puck going in, or just what's uh, what's working? I guess. Uh, you know, I look at uh, you know, certain games. Um, I felt like we were, we were playing very well, but we weren't bearing down um, on our chances. That was um, uh, the way it works. Um, you may be taking for granted uh, when you play in this league uh, and you get two or three chances in a game, you have to bury one because you're not going to get five or six. So um, I think the difference now is we're just bearing down. Uh, we have a, a focus um, you know, to finish off plays. And guys are making harder plays um, and really, really finishing them. Uh, and that's kind of the reason I think we've used our speed a lot better now. We're, we're, we got guys flying through the middle of the ice. Our centers are doing a great job uh, opening things up for, for other guys. Questions. Mark goes to Shane, the Las Vegas Review Journal. 
Hey, Mark, obviously this is a stretch of the season where you guys had to keep pace with Colorado. And just to be able to go on the road against teams that you're supposed to beat and get the job done, does that say something about, you know, this team? Or are you able to, you know, have some takeaways from the, from the last six games or so and as it goes forward here for the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I think those teams are fighting for playoff spots. Uh, Arizona, um, you know, they're battling. Uh, to get two wins there was uh, it was good to get the mojo back, and then we hit it into LA, and they're still uh, hanging in there. Uh, so we knew that they were going to uh, press for uh, for those two games and kind of keep their playoff hopes alive. And uh, I thought, uh, you know, the first game um, with a slow start, but uh, really took over for for the last five periods of that series. And then we came here, and uh, obviously the first game, I think we uh, start to finish was was pretty dominant, and uh, it, this one's a, a tougher game to play. Uh, we knew that they were going to come uh, with a lot of urgency. Uh, and they did. I, I think our start to the game wasn't nearly as good. Um, you know, Flower uh, hung us, uh, held us in there for, you know, the first five minutes. We were able to get uh, the first goal. Um, you know, and we never played from behind. That was the key, I think, for these these last things is we're, we're getting leads and we're, we're sticking to them. Uh, when we get the lead, we're, uh, we're we're not getting back and we're not look, we're not looking back. Mark, thanks for the time. That was the captain, Mark Stone, addressing the media after this afternoon's game and, you know, talking about just bearing down on your chances. For the Golden Knights, this has been a team that when they have those opportunities within a game to to convert, at times there there's been the offense really hasn't been there. It was going through a stretch early on this month where they would score a bunch of goals and then the next game they'd follow it up, just one goal in those games. So for the Golden Knights right now to be bearing down on those chances, that has been paramount to their success on this six-game win streak. Let's head back out to Anaheim, bring in head coach Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game. California. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think we've won six in a row now going back to the Phoenix game. So um, at home, um, important points. You know, we're, we're trying to... Uh, hunt down Colorado and, uh, and stay in the, the mix and make sure we're relevant in that race. And um, so, you know, we've needed to win all these games in order to do that. And I think the guys knew that and they're coming out and getting, getting the job done. Next question this afternoon goes to Jesse Granger, the athletic. Jesse. Hey Pete, it's it's nine games in a row now with a goal from a bottom six forward. I'm wondering, um, obviously the pucks are going in the net, but other than that, have you noticed anything different in their play lately? <clears throat> well, you know, I, I think early in the year uh, we struggled in that department. I, I thought we had a, you know, a turning point, you know, probably even before they started scoring uh, where, you know, they really started to play well. You know, and that was with uh, Reeves and uh, and Will and Nosek at the time. And, um, you know, re- really since then, it, it's been a strength for us. Um, you know, Tucky's been consistent all year, but, uh, um, you know, I, I think all those guys, Nick Waugh's starting to score now. So I think I think they're all playing at a, at a better level than they were in the first month of the season. We'll go to David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, Pete. I know the last four games kind of makes the record look a little bit better, but you guys have 15 wins on the road. That's second most in the league. 
uh, just you know, from the coaching perspective, what, what have you been happy about with the team's play on the road? And what does that do for you guys, just maybe confidence-wise going into the playoffs, you know, knowing you can go into another building and win? Well, I, I think a, a big part of this is that we can you know, put a fresh goalie in there every night, especially with, with the condensed schedule. Uh, you know, to, uh, we're going into a back-to-back, uh, going home tomorrow. But, um, you know, I, I think it starts there. We, we, we're getting great goaltending from both guys. Um, and, you know, and then, and then our group, uh, you know, takes a lot of pride in, in, in the detail in our game, you know, particularly defensively. And that usually gives you a chance to win on the road when you're getting good goaltending. Time for a couple more today with Pete. Next question comes from Danny Webster, NHL.com. Hey, Danny. Hey, Pete, just uh, looking ahead to tomorrow, not only an important game, but just uh, can you touch on just the historic night it'll be for Patrick Marlowe? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, what an accomplishment. And I think I've said this before, but anytime you're passing Gordie Howe on any kind of list, um, you know, it's, it's uh, a wow type moment. So, uh, you know, I understand his family's going to be there. Um, so I'm excited to have a front row seat. Take my questions. This one goes to Jeff Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Hey Pete, it's been about a, it's been an odd year for Alex Petrangelo between coming to a new club and then being on the COVID list and then his injury that kept him out most of last month. Uh, the goal numbers maybe haven't been there where they were in St. Louis, um, but I guess could you just touch on how you feel about the rest of his game, his overall game this season, and I guess maybe how dangerous he would be if if the puck does start going in the net for him. Yeah, you know, I think the goal numbers there, that, that hasn't really bothered me. Um, when, when we've dug into that at different points, um, he's creating the same number, if not more chances. You know, it just hasn't gone in. It's, it's one of, you know, goal scoring is like that. You talk to any goal scorer one year, you can't miss. The next year, you know, it's hard to find one. I think Riley Smith's going through a little bit of that himself. So, um you know, the underlying numbers, though, are, are, are very good. And, uh, you know, I think his game's been at an elite level here for a long time. There was a small adjustment period, but uh, that's way in the rearview mirror. Last question today goes to Jesse Granger, The Athletic. Jesse. Hey, Pete, I just wanted to see if there was an update on Riley Smith. He didn't play the last few minutes of the game. No, no, no update. I, I would call him day to day. Thank you. Pete, thanks for the time. That is head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. And real, real quick before we get to break, the post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. As you just heard from Pete DeBoer, Riley Smith did not play the final 13 or so minutes of that game. No update outside of day-to-day for Riley Smith. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance post-game show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. 
To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com today. It's the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 5-2, to 31-11-2 on the season, 64 points for the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game, and it's Vegas starting it off early. Max Pacioretty finding the back of the net. Martinez helps it left circle for Petrangelo. Checked against the near boards. Pacioretty with Stone on the outside left. Up top, a one-timer. They score! The shot came from Martinez out high. Max Pacioretty was right between the circles to get a deflection. Vegas takes a 1-0 lead. That's Max Pacioretty from Alec Martinez and Mark Stone at 325 of the first period to make it one to nothing Vegas. The Ducks, however, would push back, taking advantage of a Golden Knights turnover. Max Comtois would even the score. Leads to the Ducks coming out four on one. Left side. Here's Raquel. Extra pass. They score. Comtois. And it's a 1-1 tie. That's Comtois from Josh Manson and Ricard Raquel at 6.23 of the first period to make it 1-1. Late in the period, the Ducks allowed Alex Petrangelo to enter the zone, walk down the slot, and shoot to score, giving Vegas a 2-1 lead. Pacioretty grabs the puck and deals out to the left side of center. Petrangelo gains the line, walks right in, he shoots, he scores! Alex Petrangelo! Vegas takes a 2-1 lead. Petrangelo from Max Pacioretty and Alec Martinez at 14.46 of the first period makes it 2-1 Vegas. We head to the second period, and it's the Golden Knights once again opening the period with a goal as Nick Waugh's hot streak would continue. Held in by White Cloud. Backhand try, knocked down in front. Carry eight for Waugh. He scores! Nick Waugh! Fifth goal of the season. Goals in consecutive games. Put a top right corner on Gibson, and Vegas extends the lead. Three to one nights. Nick Waugh from Will Carrier and Zach Whitecloud at 243 of the second period to make it three to one Vegas. The Ducks would answer once again as Danton Heinen would beat Marc Andre Fleury. Ducks coming in and a right wing shot. They score from the wing. It was put toward the net by Danton Heinen. That's Heinen from Adam Henrique and Jakob Silferberg at 1406 of the second period to make it three to two. Vegas late on the pow- late in the period on the power play Shea Theodore would spring Mark Stone who beat John Gibson for his second point of the night. Stone gets a stretch pass he's in he scores tucks it inside the right post. Mark Stone the rare power play breakaway. Stone has a multi-point performance again and the Knights now lead 4-2 in the last few minutes of the second period. That's Mark Stone from Shea Theodore and Marc-Andre Fleury at 18-13 of the second period to make it 4-2 Vegas. And Marc-Andre Fleury opens the third period with our AAA insurance save of the game. From the draw, glove saved by Fleury. What a shot from Raquel. He's listening to Gary Lawless and says, I can get 10. I might only have eight right now. And Fleury says, nope, Gary's right. We're going to keep you right there. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. So a flurry, an assist, and a AAA insurance save of the game, and it's Alex Tuck icing the game with an empty net goal. Tuck looks toward an empty net. He scores from the right side of the neutral zone. Alex Tuck delivers the empty netter. Tuck has his 16th goal of the season. 
Vegas expands the lead 5-2 in the final minute of play in the third. Tuck from Nick Waugh and Tomasz Nosek, 18-33 of the third period to make it 5-2 Vegas, and all that was left was the final call. And the fans in attendance at Honda Center can't do much of anything except for those wearing gold. Here comes the horn. It is all over at Honda Center. Vegas 5, Anaheim 2, and Flurry records his 20th win of the season. And there you have it, the final 5-2 to two Vegas. They defeat the Anaheim Ducks. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. Presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here on the AAA Insurance post-game show, the Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 5-2. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows, and it's the Golden Knights scoring first. Though there was pushback from Anaheim, it didn't last particularly long, especially when you consider the fact that the Golden Knights get contributions from Alex Petrangelo to make it 2-1, and then Nick Waugh, who eventually scores the game-winning goal, in that second period, starting that period off with a goal early, really did propel uh, the Golden Knights to a victory. Vegas will play at San Jose tomorrow. Puck drop at 7 o'clock. Pre-game show goes at 6 o'clock. But right now, the extended post-game show is coming up next right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 5-2. Improved to 31-11-2 on the season, 64 points. Just a a very solid all-around road trip for the Golden Knights. They defeat L.A., sweep those two games. Defeat Anaheim, sweep those two games. Uh, in, In really four games going all the way back to L.A. that did not feel particularly close. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. That's the number for you to join us here on the Extended Post Game Show. You should want to. The Golden Knights are dominant once again. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Mike, how you doing? Ryan, I know you're not a gambler. I listen to you guys all the time, and I believe you're the guy that stays away from the table smartly. But how do you predict the star of the game, over and over and over. You called Petrangelo again tonight. 
You know, I, I don't know. I, I just I feel like I go with uh, with a choice for me that is either starting to kind of turn that corner in the games previous or I'll just bank on the hot hand, someone that, that played well in the last game. For me, with Alex Petrangelo, just in highlighting him, right, I, I think that you can start to see his game coming along. I think the the offensive side of the game it it's there it just needs to kind of drop for him a little bit but uh, I think I'm encouraged by what I'm seeing right now out of Alex Petrangelo and he continues that the Golden Knights are going to be in a very good spot come playoff time well he's certainly part of the reason that they were, we're the number one defensive team in the NHL and there's no question about that uh, do you know how they will handle tomorrow night with Marlowe will they stop the game when he steps on the ice or how will they handle it yeah, I have honestly no idea. I'm I'm going to tell you right now that I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm incredibly excited uh to just be uh, in the building at that game to see Patrick Marlowe break the all-time games played record, but I don't know really what the plan is as far as as uh just kind of highlighting that tipping of the cap during the game. I don't I don't know. We'll we'll find out tomorrow together. I guess so. I hope it doesn't take our focus away from the game. That's about it. You know, Mike, it's interesting that you bring that up, and thanks for the call. Mark Stone was uh, was asked about it. You talked about it with Dan and Gary after the game today, and, and Mark Stone, his comment on it was essentially, I'm, I'm just as excited to go play in that game tomorrow as I think anyone else is. As, you, you know, you get to be a part of history. This will likely be a record that if it gets broken, it's going to be quite a while. And for me, I, I don't know that we ever really kind of imagined that Gordie Howe's record of of 1,727 games, uh, 67 games, 1,767 games would ever be broken. And here's Patrick Marlowe, a guy that has just been so consistent his entire career, not just in terms of production, but in terms of staying healthy. And for me, when I look at Patrick Marlowe and I start to kind of really think about what this is going to mean, it's a huge accomplishment for the player, but it's an accomplishment for the, for the coaches and the training staff and really everyone that has been a part of his career at, at the NHL level. So it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be an exciting game. I feel like there's going to be a buzz in the building when you get in. And for the Golden Knights, it's good to kind of have that surrounding the game. You want to have those big moments, and you want to have players rise to the occasion. Yes, it's Patrick Marlowe's day, but for the Golden Knights, it's two points that are on the line, and this is a team that's trying to track down the Colorado Avalanche, win first overall in this division, and try to set themselves up for the easiest path to uh, the Final Four in the NHL. So that's what's at stake, and, and you've got guys like, Mark Stone that are are just as excited to play in that game. I don't think focus is going to be too much of an issue tomorrow for the Golden Knights. They're dialed in. They're very much focused on what the task at hand is, and the task at hand is to collect another two points. 702-876-1340 is the number. It's another win, six in a row for the Golden Knights. And, you know, again, it's teams they're supposed to beat, right? Like, it's it, the Golden Knights are supposed to beat Anaheim. They're supposed to beat L.A. They're supposed to beat Arizona. And they've done a lot of winning this season against San Jose. I know that it's, it's, it's fun to just kind of say, well, 
you can't really draw too much or pull too much from this game. This was a harder one for the Golden Knights. This was a harder one for them to pull those two points out of because you had a pushback from Anaheim. And you know that when the Ducks looked back at the game on Friday, if you're going to lose, at least go down swinging. And Anaheim did not do that on Friday. They did it to a certain extent today, but this is another opportunity for us to to view the Golden Knights and the Anaheim Ducks and really where the talent discrepancy is. And the Golden Knights are just simply a better hockey team than the Anaheim Ducks are right now. That's just what it is. And for Vegas, taking advantage and winning those games, it's important. It's on the schedule. It helps you get to your ultimate goal. These are important games for the Golden Knights. Let's head back out to the phone line, 702-876-1340. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how are you doing? I am doing great. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm fantastic. I mean, it's another win, right? Like, can't complain. Oh, six in a row. Um, you know, one of the things I was really glad to see, especially knowing that after this game is the back-to-back tomorrow, was that in the, even in the third the Knights didn't like back off and like take it didn't look like they were trying to take it easy or coast in on this one. It looked like they wanted this win. And I think it's kind of important to point out like these wins, like you said, they matter no matter what team it's against. Because when you look at what the Buffalo Sabres just did, they beat Pittsburgh and the what a day or two ago they beat the Capitals too. So, you know, any team in this league can win and we just got twelve points off of you know, these games. Yeah, I mean, it's it's important because, again, the, the Golden Knights, I, I, I've seen it so much this season where where it's it's trying to diminish the fact that this team is better than three or four teams in the division. Well, the Colorado Avalanche, they beat these teams too. And I'm not really sure why it's different when Colorado beats L.A. or Anaheim than, than it is when Vegas beats L.A. or Anaheim, but Over the course of these four games, against L.A., against Anaheim, it was very, very clear who the better team was, and it was very clear that those games were not in question as to what the final result was going to be. Oh, yeah, I mean, I totally agree. And, you know, one of the other things that frustrates me about that, beyond that Colorado doesn't seem to get as much, well, they're just beating up on bad teams, is that, like, if you look at, say, the East Division, they've got New Jersey and Buffalo there, so... You know, every team, every division has, you know, teams that everybody's beating up on. For some reason, it's just people like to be mean to the Knights. I don't know. <laughs> All right, thanks for the call, Stephanie. Yeah, it's it's weird. It, it really is because, again, it, Vegas is beating the same teams that Colorado is beating. And I, I think that the way it's happening, or at least the way that it happened earlier on in the season, maybe plays a role in that. But the fact of the matter is the Golden Knights – are are really pushing forward, trying to get the the best avenue toward the final four in the NHL, and it all it comes from their dominance of those teams this season. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. Let's bring in Lou. Lou, how you doing? Hey Ryan, how's it going, buddy? I'm great, buddy. How you doing? Good. Hey uh, man, I I got to tell you, a week or so ago, a week and a half ago. I was so concerned about this bottom four, as I'm sure, you know, a a lot of people were just with all the rotating players, the salary cap thing and all that going on, man, I just thought to myself as again, like most people did, that's going to be the Achilles heel. And I don't know what DeBoer did, man, but he flipped the switch that all of a sudden, I mean, 
guys were starting to come on sporadically. You know, Carrier was a little bit. Noshik obviously was. But, man, just in these last few games with this new kid, all of a sudden it's like, wow, here we are. We, we got the bottom, four, or bottom six excuse me, that we, that we need now, at least, you know, if they can hold on consistently through the rest of the regular season. You know, Lou, that's a great point. I, Matthias Janmark and just the way that he plays the game, how he's fitting with Tomasz Nosek and with Alex Tuck, and then of that kind of pushing Nick Wad down to the fourth line, but but getting a different look on the fourth line with Carrier and Yurko and a little bit more offensive production. I mean, this is a balanced team right now as they move forward the, the rest of this season. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, as long as uh, – and, and even Petrangelo, I mean, he's, you know – People in town are dogging him, and I kind of get it. He certainly hasn't been as advertised, but it seems like over the last four or five games, he's finally starting to, I don't know, feel himself a little bit and, uh, and, and maybe getting it going. And, and if that's the case, he's certainly doing it at the right time. Great stuff, as always, Lou. Thanks for giving us a call. And, and you know what? This is a, a team that's getting contributions everywhere, getting it from Petrangelo and Mark Stone, but also Nick Waugh, Tomas Nosek, Alex Tuck. This is a deep team that is finding ways to win and doing it with style. We're back with more on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 5-2. to two. Six wins in a row for Vegas, 31-11-2. They are tied currently in points right now with the Colorado Avalanche, though the Golden Knights have played one more game as it stands right now than Colorado. So points percentage, Colorado still in first place in the in the Honda West Division. The Golden Knights, though, have done what they needed to do. They have to continue to win hockey games. They've got to be nearly perfect down the stretch to catch the Colorado Avalanche. There's not much that Vegas can control when it comes to Colorado. Colorado shut down currently due to COVID protocols, will not play until at least Thursday. So Vegas has opportunities. They've got to, they get to play some more games. You can only do what you can do in terms of your own games, win those, and you set yourself up to at least push that forward. 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to join us here on the Extended Post Game Show, Marc-Andre Fleury coming up with big saves, gets an assist on Mark Stone's power play goal. And, you know, I look at that goal as an interesting one simply because it doesn't have anything to do with Marc-Andre Fleury getting the assist. It's the pass from Shea Theodore. And I think we're kind of at the point with Shea Theodore where we recognize the points, we recognize what he's doing on this team and how he's impacting the game and you look at the season and you look at how quietly Shea Theodore is kind of collecting points and you say well I want him to be just a little bit better I want to see just a little bit more and admittedly I've fallen into that camp there have been times where I've wanted more from Shea Theodore because I thought he was really entering that season where he was going to announce himself as a Norris Trophy candidate. And I don't think he's that far off. I just don't think that the season has kind of 
progressed at the rate that we expected it to with Theodore and Martinez. Now, some of that has to do with injury. Some of that has to do with missing time. But when you see Theodore make a pass like he did today, right on the tape, splitting the defense, springing Mark Stone on a breakaway, that's the game-breaking ability that Shea Theodore has every single shift. And for me, with, with Shea Theodore, you are encouraged every time you see it. And I think that it's going to be something that Shea really does work on the remainder of this season. And that's why these games are so important. Like I, I understand it's easy to look at the schedule and say, as a fan... I just let me know when they play Colorado, let me know when they play Minnesota. Like I, I understand that line of thinking. But it's not ideal. These are all dress rehearsals. They are all opportunities to reinforce good positive habits. Alex Petrangelo, great game. He has to continue to have those down the stretch. If the Golden Knights are able to do that, they can give themselves the best chance to hit the ground running in the playoffs. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. It's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 5-2, 2 31-11-2 on the year. 64 points, currently tied with Colorado in total points, though Colorado ahead in points percentage. Now, 702-876-1340 is a number. I have a question. When you look at the bottom six for the Golden Knights and you understand what they've been able to do over the last nine games, contributing consistently goals over the course of the last nine games, how confident are you that the Golden Knights' bottom six can continue to be productive in the playoffs? It's a very simple question. Based on what you've seen over the last bit, how confident are you in the Golden Knights' bottom six right now to consistently contribute in the playoffs. I'm pretty confident, and Mark Stone seemed pretty confident too. After the game, during his media availability, he said there was a good period of time where the bottom six was keeping the Golden Knights in games. There There was a chunk of time where the bottom six was scoring and kind of allowing the Golden Knights' top six to work through a dry spell. And that's the sign of a really good hockey team. That's the sign of a team that expects to go on a deep playoff run. Because sometimes your bottom six has to bail out your top six. It's not always going to go exactly the way that you want it to go. It's not always going to work out that way. And so if you're not getting contributions from Stone and Pacioretty and Stevenson... You need that offense to be made up somewhere. Nick Waugh, five goals now on the year. Tomasz Nosek stepped up and has taken that third-line center role, and I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. Matthias Janmark's come in. He's fit really well with Nosek and Tuck. 
I think the balance that the Golden Knights have right now is is phenomenal. Now, with Yanmark, and we talk about it on the pregame show, we, we've talked about it really since he's been traded here. If you want to look up the definition of what a direct player does on the ice at the NHL level, watch Matthias Yanmark. Get an ISO cam, put it on Yanmark, and watch every single shift that he takes for the Golden Knights. If he gets the puck in his own zone, in the neutral zone, in the offensive zone, when he gets that puck, there's one thing on his mind. What is the simplest, fastest way for me to get from point A to the net? Point A to the net. That's, that's really what you get from Matthias Janmark. There is a direct nature to his game that is incredibly important. Especially when you pair that up with Alex Tuck, because there's so much deception with how Alex Tuck plays, because he uses his speed so well, and he's confident going to the outside. When you take a player that can go to the outside, that can kind of stretch and pull away the defenders from the middle of the ice, and then you've got a guy in Yanmark that's going to follow up that play by going simply to the front of the net, it gives you different angles, it gives you different layers, and that's solid for Vegas. It hasn't connected on a goal yet for Yanmark, but it's coming. It is coming. You put a fast, direct player with Alex Tuck, and I think that over the course of the next couple of games, you're going to see some fireworks from those two guys, Noshik as well. That's the type of, of line you need to, to push those matchups in your favor. We're back to wrap it up next. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, wrapping it up here. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 5-2. Sweep the four-game road trip. Two against L.A., two against Anaheim. Four wins. Six wins in a row. Right now for the Golden Knights, 31, 11, and 2, 64 points on the season. And I know it's, it's what's expected of this team. And I think that we kind of get ourselves into the headspace that when it's expected, it's not special. But it is still very special what the Golden Knights are doing right now this season. This is a team that has all the expectations in the world. And the weight of those expectations can certainly weigh on players, especially in a truncated 56-game schedule where you're only playing within your division. Those games matter so much more because the teams that you're playing against are teams that can chase you, that can catch you, and you don't ever want to lose a game in regulation. You don't ever want to win a game that you have to go to overtime or a shootout to win. You don't want to give away points, and the Golden Knights have done a really good job of not giving away points this season. And then beyond that, they're just taking care of business. They're just beating the teams they're supposed to beat. There haven't been many duds this season for the Golden Knights. There have not been games where this team has been out of it. And it's been clear from the opening face-off 
that they weren't going to give themselves a chance. And a lot of that has to do with goaltending. A lot of that has to do with the Golden Knights scorers showing up. But a lot of it, a majority of it, has to do with how this team defends. And when you look at the fact that they've got Dylan Coughlin playing as who has played meaningful minutes. You've got Zach Whitecloud and Nick Haig on your blue line, and that's been your solid third pair. And you look at how many contributions the Golden Knights are getting on their back end from young rookies. It just gives you an indication of how good this team can be for years to come because the back end has really, really been shored up. The back end has been the biggest strength for the Golden Knights this season. Their defense puts them on another level. It makes them elite. It makes them elite. And the fact that they don't give up much, that's going to make them very difficult to beat in the playoffs. The Golden Knights will take on the San Jose Sharks tomorrow. It's a back-to-back situation live from T-Mobile Arena. Puck drop will be at 7 o'clock. Pre-game show goes at 6. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air, and thanks to everybody for listening and calling in. It is your post-game show. We cannot do it without you. We will talk to you again tomorrow right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.